Hello everyone. Welcome to some fucking episode of Good Morning Sex Work. Today, we're going to talk about the funk. You know, when you just get into a funk, you just don't want to fucking do anything. You don't want to... You don't want to make clips, you don't even want to take a sexy picture, and you try, and then you try all these angles, and you're like, oh, I don't even like one of these, right? You know, it's just a funk. Everyone gets into a funk, it's completely normal. We're going to talk about how to deal with it, how to combat it, how to come back better than before. Stay tuned. This is your host, Freya Monroe, also uh, known as Extra Thick Dom. You can find me by both on my social meds. Social meds. I don't know if I want to start saying that. I I listened to another podcast. I think it's Wine and Crime. What? I don't... What? Oh my god, my cat is complaining. I'm sorry if you can hear that. (laughs) She's just sitting by my foot, staring at me and meowing. It's a great time. I do just want to add out there, uh, if you do want to write in or, you know, leave comments or suggestions for episodes or whatever the fuck, please feel free to contact me on Sojmeads, I'm still not sure if I like that word, uh, on Twitter at GMSWpodcast, if you want to contact the podcast directly, you can also contact me on Anchor. Uh, which is anchor.fm slash gmsw. So there you can actually, I you might be able to send in text messages as well, but I know you can send in voice messages, so you will be able to send in um, like worded suggestions in your actual literal voice, which I think is pretty fucking cool. If you would like. Now, I know I've told you guys a bit about what I do, but I figured I'd go a little more into detail now. I'm having my morning coffee. I'm trying to wake up at 4 a.m. It's It's been a process, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> so, I am Freya Monroe, or Extra Thick Dumb, thick with two C's, and I've been in the pro-dom gang for probably... Two years, almost two years. What? Coconine. Oh my god. Fuck. She's such a bitch. Anyways, I've been in the pro prodom game for about two years almost. And I do mostly femdom. I do do some vanilla work as well, so regular NSFW uh, porn clips and whatnot. That's actually where I started. Uh, is also kind of like a sometimes cam girl. I don't know why. I just don't like being on camera. I t- like live. I don't know. I mean, like I like it. Camming wasn't for me, but streaming on Twitch is for me. But I can sell clips, no problem. <laughs> so I don't know. I have a bit of a predicament. I also do real-time sessions, I have, like, my AVN and my numerous sites. If you go to freyamonroe.com, Freya, F-R-E-Y-J-A, 
uh, Monroe.com. That'll take you to my AVN stars, which is fucking fantastic, by the way. And, um, there's just, you know, I do, I do so much. I personally love sex work because it gives you so much, what's the word I'm looking for? So many options. You can't really, like, you can still get bored of it, but you can do whatever the fuck you want, you know? So other jobs, not even other jobs, I mean, some other jobs, you know, I would get bored of because you're just doing the same shit day in, day out, and you only have so many responsibilities, so when you're like, oh, I want to take on this, oh, I can help with that, oh, I can do that, I can do that, because you have nothing fucking else to do, because you've done all your duties, and they're like, no, that's for the higher-ups, and you're like, well, fuck you. <laughs> You just kind of get bored of it, you know? You want to be challenged. And with sex work, you're constantly being challenged because it's self-discipline, it's self-love, it's self-respect, it's it's a lot of self. You need to know yourself, and you need to be able to control yourself. I need to turn off my vibrations. Hold up. No? There you go. Okay. But it's, it's a lot, right? And everyone, everyone can come into these moments when they just don't want to fucking, like they still, they want to keep doing sex work. They want to keep making clips. They want to keep doing sessions. They want to keep doing all this, but they just can't right now. What, Kokni? I'm trying to have a serious discussion. If you could see the way she looks at me, fucking Jesus Christ. Yes, hello. Hello, oh my gosh. Okay, anyways, <laughs> fucking cute little bitch. Um, wow, you're being real sweet today. So everyone can come into those slumps, and f but like with sex work, it's I prefer what I prefer it because you yeah you can do whatever the fuck you want. So like one day, uh. Oh my gosh, Kogani. Oh, she just needs some rough love. Give me one sec here. <laughs> yes, oh, right between the shoulders. Oh my god. Oh, yes, there you go. Are you happy? She's gonna smack me with her tail. Okay. Um, <laughs> but because you can do so many things, like, oh, I can post on AVN, I can make a clip, I can make numerous clips, I can make some short little 10 second clips to promote myself, I can post on Twitter, I can interact, I can edit, I can film, I can fucking brainstorm clips, whatever, write a script, who cares? <laughs> some people work with scripts, some people don't. I don't personally, but sometimes I write down pointers, like if I'm doing a custom, and they're like, oh, I want you to talk about these things, and whatever, and I'm like, okay, well... <laughs> I don't want to miss it, like, I want to make sure that I get all of those things into the video, so I'll just write down a little piece of paper and keep it beside my camera, so I can just glance at it and be like, oh, you little fucking pin dick bitch. You know? It's a good time. Anyways. On the front of smoking, because I'm pretty sure last time I talked to you guys, I told you I was quitting smoking, I... In those two months since I quit smoking, I have bought three packs of cigarettes, but that's about 
three days purse, about nine days worth of cigarettes. I almost bought another pack. Instead, I bought a jewel, and I gotta say, it's given, it's, it, it works. I still have my $300 fucking vape that I bought, like, two years ago, <laughs> and my $200 of juices, but that's fine. It doesn't work for me. It's painful. It hurts my lungs. Whatever, you know what? Fine. Whatever the fuck works for you. As long as it's not proven to actually kill you faster. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <clears throat> but when the funk comes, you know, it's hard to get out of it. Like, for me, some of the funk was like, oh, I should do this. And I was trying to get pumped, but I didn't feel like doing anything. And then I'd get onto one of those stupid idle games on my phone. I spent, what day, what is it right now? The fuck day is it? No, Monday. Monday. Today's Monday. So I want to say Saturday. I spent seven hours <laughs> playing an idle game. Which doesn't require you to stay on the game, but I did. <laughs> so sometimes your funk can take you in different ways and you just feel like you're being unproductive, but you're in a funk and you just, you need to find some ways to get yourselves out of out of your funk. For me, that night, Saturday night, I had a bubble bath. Self-care and self-love are super important. I had a bubble bath with uh, some fucking tea bags. Uh, I used some black and green tea bags. Very nice. I lit a bunch of candles, had a little vodka, even though I only had two sips because I just don't like drinking anymore. <laughs> I've grown the fuck out of that phase already, which is surprising considering my family. Anyways, <clears throat> nice bubble bath. I watched something. I think I listened to a podcast episode while I was in the, in the bath of And That's Why We Drink, which is a great podcast if you like spooky and true crime. Um, and I, so I had a bubble bath. After the bubble bath, I walked around my house naked and saged everywhere. And it was crazy because like as soon as I actually, like every nook and cranny, every room, every closet, everything. And as soon as I made my full circle, I actually sighed of relief. It was weird. And then I prepared my little... Oh, sorry, I'm stretching right now. Oh, oh I just felt so good. I couldn't stop it. <laughs> but I was still talking. You know? You know what that feeling is. Um, fuck, where was I? That stretch was too good. Hmm. Oh, I think I was talking about a bubble bath. <laughs> I'm actually about to listen to everything I've recorded so far just so I can figure out what the fuck I was actually talking about. I know it's about self-love and self-care, right? The saging. Okay, we're back. Okay, we got this. So then I also used my little dragon incense fucking tea light thing, oil burner or whatever, and used some of this loose incense that I have. Beneficial Dream, which is gorgeous. It has these, it's like blue and white with little flecks of gold sparkles. Oh fuck, it's so nice. And it smells so good. Um, so I burned some of that before bed and just like relaxed and then I got ready with my seven gods of luck incense for the morning 
And then yesterday morning, I was trying to wake up at 7 again. Instead, I woke up, I think, at like fucking 8 or 9 or something. And I did not get super pumped, but I did instead yesterday. I got everything lit and I did some research and I was looking for this thing and there's this job opening that I saw for a personal assistant for someone that works for fucking Minecraft. So fuck yeah, I really want that really bad. <laughs> um, because oh my god, I've been playing Minecraft since it was basically fucking released. I'm a bit of a fangirl. Anyways. Um, but like... Sometimes you need another day, so I used that day to recoup. I got everything ready Saturday night so that Sunday I could wake up and feel at least at ease, and I did. I had a good sleep. I woke up. You know, you need to do something to break that cycle. You need to do something and tell yourself constantly that this is what you need to get out of that funk. You're going to say, I'm doing this tonight. Everything's going to be fucking fresh or cleansed or, you know, whatever you do, believe in your own practices. But you need to you need to actively do something to break that cycle. And it's hard. It is fucking hard, but it is worth it. So yesterday after I found all this stuff, actually, I watched The Devil Wears Prada because I was like, oh, it's been a while. Let's see what a personal sister does. And then I cried, like, four times. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, at the very end of the movie, I just started fucking bawling. It was bad. Then it's not even that it was a happy ending. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> I was having a fucking day. But after I watched The Devil Wears Prada and I was talking to um, my best friend, slash, I call him my brother. So if I ever say my brother, it's my best friend of, oh God, like, 13, 14 years. So, I was talking to my brother, and we were talking about just everything. Our, um, shit going down in the world, really, and he's getting a new furniture set, so we talked about that as well. But, a lot of it was like, talking about motivation stuff and I was so pumped when I found that like I was telling him oh my god I'm gonna watch Devil Wars Prada I'm gonna fucking research this company and blah, 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 blah. now I'm on their discord but I still haven't applied yet because I want to make sure my cover letter and my resume is like fucking perfect and it's there's it's a lot and then I got kind of caught up listening to motivational speeches for nine hours yesterday before I went to bed which I highly suggest you do as soon as you break that funk, like, you wake up, put on some motivational speeches. There's a whole fucking, they call themselves a podcast. It's really just, like, a page that rips off YouTube motivational speeches. So you can go on YouTube and look at motivational speeches. Or you can just go on Spotify and search up a podcast playlist of motivational speeches to pump you the fuck up because you know what honestly they do and they tell you a lot of shit like a lot of truth self-discipline is self-love so it's not like oh you know like don't do that because it's your your fucking girlfriend's cousin it's like don't do this because <clears throat> like oh i know you uh what was there 
what was their metaphor? Oh, I know, like, that fucking cake looks super tasty, but I know you're also on a, like, you're, you set yourself on a diet, just a sugar-free diet, because you want to lose weight, and you want to be healthy, and you want to, I don't know, run a fucking marathon or something. So I love you too much to let you eat that cake. And you have to tell yourself this constantly. You, uh... No one will believe in you unless you do. I've, yeah, okay, these motivational speeches have got me going, I gotta say. But you gotta get out of that funk. It's hard. It's fucking hard. I was in a funk for like a week and I was trying to figure out things. I didn't even want to do anything. I was listening to motivational speeches yesterday. I rearranged my house again to give me better flow, some more room so I can work out in the mornings. I'm trying to wake up at 4 a.m. so I can have my coffee... Uh, my my schedule for the morning right now says coffee and cats, 30 minute chill, exercise, shower, breakfast, GMSW, which is this, which I'm doing before. Really anything, but I just want to make sure that I do this <laughs> because it, shit's going down right now and I just want to talk to the people, you know? <laughs> just, I, I don't fucking talk to many people in real life, like, in my local. I have, like, my few local friends, but most people suck, so I like to talk to the people of the world on my podcast. It's fine. Alright, so, talking a little bit about getting out of the funk. Whatever you need to do, I... This is what I've done to kind of get my routine down. And you don't have to do this. This can be like an idea. You can fucking hate it and not do it at all. Whatever. It's it's your plan. You get to choose what feels best for you to help you get fucking going, you know? So for me, I have this breakfast tray, which was also used as like a laptop tray. But it really, it's literally a breakfast tray. Without any feet or anything, it just has a little handle. It's really cute, and it's kind of got like a whiteboard back. So I was writing my morning schedule on there, and it was working for a bit. But I figured I needed something more visual because it was so plain, and I had a couple like, uh, what are they called? Kind of like mantras written on post-it notes on the fucking side, and I was like, I just I need to make this look good. I'm one of those people that I'm I'm very visual. I need things to look a certain way so that I can have a good day. I don't, it's, it's fucking weird. So instead, I changed it like the entire top half of this breakfast tray. And I say top half, if you put it hamburger, not hot dog, if you remember that like paper folding thing. So this would be hamburger folding it, the, the, the fat sats together. Instead of the the long sides, like hot dog. I mean, that's what I remember. But so the entire top halves is like super fancy and it says, Good morning, queen. The itinerary. And you know what? I'm going to put a picture of this on Twitter. I'm not going to take a picture of it right now because I'm lazy and I don't want to stop this podcast and forget where the fuck I was again. Because I used my phone to record. But it just says, yeah, good morning, queen, and there's, like, a fucking golden sun in the corner, and, like, a silver coffee cup and shit, and then the itinerary, and then all of those things on my schedule that I had talked about before, 
And then in certain parts, I got a few mantras. One of them is, I am powerful. I am, I am important. Another is, I can earn more money and I can save more money. And the last one, which I actually had <laughs> to come up with myself because it's something that I struggle with a lot. I am not afraid of success. Now, I very much am. <laughs> so when things start going good, I I go two ways at the same time. I go, what when I start getting successful, I go, oh, fuck, like, look at what I'm doing now. Oh, I used to do this, and da-da-da-da-da, now I do this, and da-da-da-da-da. But that doesn't matter, because when you get that cocky, you put out less because you're like, oh, it's fine. Things are falling into place. No, that doesn't happen. You got to keep fucking working for it. You got to keep going. Oh, cool. You made fucking $400 that day. That doesn't mean you take a, like a week off. That doesn't mean you just wait for more. That means you keep doing the same shit every day and maybe you'll have another $400 day, $400 day tomorrow, but you have to keep working at it. So... Other things that I've done, like rearranging my place. As soon as I come out of my bedroom, there is my cute little oval mirror and my lotions right outside my room. Um, and like the little nook around the corner for my door. It's hard to explain, but there's also all of my workout tops there. And I just, I need everything to be visual. And when I'm making content, I don't want to have to worry about what's behind me. You know, I don't want to worry about some part of my house being messy in a picture. I don't want to, I, I like having a clean house and I like having it shown when I'm taking pictures. Get out of the recycling. Fuck. Psst. Dexter. Bitch, don't ignore me. What a bitch. Anyway, I love her, but <laughs> she knows her name. Kokanee's staring into the water like a pool of endless deep. But you need to do what you need to do. I have had a kitchen table and chairs and everything for, I want to say like seven months now, but... I have never actually used it as a kitchen table until this moment right now. I am sitting at my kitchen table with my coffee and my breakfast tray and my jewel doing my podcast. And this is what I wanted to do. This was actually a goal on my table, even where I have this, like I need things to be visual. I need things to be clean. I need to set aside time every day to do a good tidy. Cause if you tidy every day, You'll never have to do a big clean. <laughs> It'll just always be a couple things to pick up. Like, even doing dishes every day. I just live with myself. I gotta fill my cat's water. She's going fucking insane. One sec. She does this thing where she, like, looks at her water dish, and then she fucking stands in it and throws it all over the place. It's a good time. Alright, there we go. So, yeah, like, on my table, even my my kitchen table, it's visual. It's cluttered, <laughs> like there's like half of the table is taken up by shit, but I don't have a lot of services or too much room to get more services to put things on, which I mean, I probably will get some more furniture, but not right now, especially with 
how deliveries are going during the literal fucking pandemic we're in right now. I hope everyone's staying safe. But <laughs> I have something on my kitchen table I like to call the lamp aesthetic. And the lamp aesthetic consists of this old fucking tall lamp. It's cute. It's got, I don't know, what is like fake leather or something lampshade and it's like old school and the base of it it's like silver fucking claw foot and then right above the feet is this huge white ear like white iridescent so kind of rainbow ball that kind of has grooves like a pumpkin and then it goes up into the silver thing that opens like a flower and then it goes into the light bulb that is my lamp aesthetic so I've been getting things, like I had this vase, which was also white and iridescent, so slightly rainbow, for a couple years now. I got it at a uh, thrift shop in a small town here in my province, which is fantastic. Honestly, you can find some of the coolest shit there, and I really like older styled things. I'm not a huge fan of a lot of modern decorations, I should say. But then, yeah, I have this little fucking iridescent vase thing with this fake... Uh, it's not an orchid. I don't know what it is, but there's, there's it's obviously fake because it's not dead. And I've had it for two years. <laughs> um, but this, this plant, and then there's like this little kind of blue and white china ceramic looking tiny little lamp looking thing that's for tea. It's just, it's my... It's my lamp aesthetic. And I love my lamp aesthetic. Truthfully, everyone needs a spot that they like to admire in their house. Now that kind of sounds weird, but the thing you want to make sure of is that that place, that cozy place that you want, isn't near your TV. Or isn't your TV stand. Like, for me, I I only have... I just had to move my TV out of the living room altogether. So, the last time I did a big rearrange of my place, I moved everything around. Oh my god, Kokanee, why are you so messy? Why do you get out of the litter box sideways? Why? It's like a high wall. Oh my god. It's a high wall litter box, so there's like the dip in the front where they go in and out, but they'll walk in the dip in the front and then leap over the fucking sidewall and throw litter everywhere. It's a good time. But I actually, like, I moved my couch over a little bit. I made it more open. I moved my entire TV setup into my bedroom at the foot of my bed. I moved my room around. And I tried to make my filming space out in the living room. Now it kind of works. It still feels empty when I film, you know? There's just too much other space. And I want it filled, but it's just... Like, it looks good. It still looks cute. It's not a place that I want to keep filming, though, I don't think. I don't know. I like my bedroom <laughs> for, fil for filming. It's perfect, literally. So... 
<clears throat> like I'll still probably film in my bedroom or anywhere really that's another thing about having you know about tidying every day and keeping your place clean is that you can just be like oh well where do I want to film today oh, I want to film against this wall on my hard my hardwood floor let me pick up these this one receipt and I don't know, a fucking cat toy or something move them out of the frame. It's just easier. But it takes work and dedication. And I know you don't want to tidy every day when you're in a fucking slum. It took... I didn't do the dishes for like a week because I just didn't want to do anything. I was barely eating anyway, so they didn't pile up that much. But I just, like, I didn't want to do anything and I was having a bubble bath every night. And it wasn't helping. Hi. So when you get into a slump, or into a funk, it can be hard to come back. You can be trying to do things for self-care, and they may not have the effect that you want. You may still be in that funk, like me, when I was having a bubble bath every day, and still waking up the next day like, fuck this. That's why I had to make, like, a drastic habit. Like, a big change. And that's why I did that, you know, special bubble bath with the tea and the bubbles and a little bit of vodka, which helped me go to sleep. And then the saging and everything. And, you know, sometimes you need to go that little extra mile for yourself. You can't help anyone else. If you can't help yourself. And that's not like a, oh, you know, you can't help people if you can't help your own self. It's like, well, it kind of is. But it's also, you need to worry about you first. Because if you're sick or you're having a bad time, like, you can't help other people. And one of the things that I really strive to do is just help whoever the fuck I can, you know? Even if it's just by subscribing to, like, their page or sending them a tip on a clip site or something, like, even if I can't afford I just, I wanna, I wanna help. I wanna, I want everyone to succeed, which could be my downfall. I... But you, for real, need to worry about yourself first. I know, like, I have so many things and so many people to worry about. And they were just getting in my head, and then I was stressing me out, and, you know, I have anxiety and shit like that. So I'm not going to get into detail, but it just drowned out any good thoughts and any productive, any motivational thoughts that I had. So I actually had to stop worrying about someone else completely in order to get out of my own head and closer to being able to deal with my own fucking issues, you know? And it's hard. It's hard to stop thinking about people that you care about for any amount of time. But you're not abandoning them. You're just taking care of yourself so that you can continue to take care of them. And if taking care of them is your first priority, then taking care of yourself 
is your actual first priority. Does that make sense? Now, my funk was caused by a few things, and you know what? Some of you may be feeling the same effects. So, I just threw my phone onto the floor. That was a good time. So, I, like, with this, and you know, stress and a literal pandemic happening, you know, I personally am a hypochondriac, so I don't want to go outside just so that I don't have to worry about thinking that I have something that I don't have. Because, <laughs> like, with me, if I think about it hard enough, the symptoms can manifest themselves, and that's not fun for anybody. So, it can be hard. The pan like, stores are closing right now, in all of Canada, where I am, all of the schools, elementary, junior highs, high schools, post-secondary institutions, colleges, universities, daycares, gyms, libraries, recreational centers, all of those places have been ordered closed. It was the schools mostly by Canada but in my city, we've declared a local state of emergency, so that's fun. And that's why all of those extra things, like all the YMCAs, all the gyms, rec centers, all of our public libraries, all of those are closed. Anyone with a, like, anyone with the occupancy limit for their business has been cut in half, or is at 250, whichever is lower. So if they have... A 300 person, or not a 300, if they have a 600 person limit, then it would be 250. Because if you have the 600, it would be 350, and that's too much for the Board of Canada. So it would be 250 because that one's lower than 300. But if you had, say, 400, a 400 limit, it would be 200 because 200 is less than 250. So everything's kind of slowly shutting down. What we need to remember, going a little bit off topic, but we're literally in a fucking pandemic, so I think it's warranted this time. Don't don't stockpile. Don't buy fucking stores out of places. Just stock up. There was a man I saw who bought Thousands upon thousands, if not more, dollars worth of hand sanitizers and wipes and toilet paper and shit. And he wanted to resell them like a fucking bitch that he is. But no one's letting him resell them because that's literally a piece of shit thing to do. Amazon was pulling their ads, like pulling this dude's ads because he was trying to put it up there for, I don't know, 300, 400, maybe even more percent, like 400 plus percent of the original price. It was ridiculous. The spikes that you can see. So like the Amazon sold by Amazon products for the hand sanitizer was pretty even. And then like the price went up a little bit and then it went back down and now it's like sold out. But the other sellers, you know, 
like not sold by Amazon or shipped by Amazon or whatever spiked up like normalized with Amazon and then spiked up to like the top of the fucking chart and then dropped because people are idiots people are assholes and they're going to try and turn a crisis into a fucking capitalist movement <laughs> bitch you're not gonna get rich during a pandemic and if you do take all this shit and people can't afford your stupid updated fucking inflated price then all those people are gonna die I mean, like, they're not going to die, but can you imagine if it was a life or death situation and this dude did this? It doesn't matter if you bought it and marked it up. Some people still can't fucking afford it. <sighs> so he's sitting on all that and he's like, oh, I might just donate it. And he's like, you're, you're only considering donating? You're just fucking <sighs> fucked, like, I don't know, most of America. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this guy's in the U.S. Most of America out of... um you know, hand sanitizing products and antibacterial things in the midst of a pandemic, so fuck that guy. Piece of shit. Wow. Oof. I'm angry, sorry. Um, I went on a little bit of a tangent about this, but it's scary shit, and it's part of the funk. It feels like a crisis, and that can put you in a funk. Like, I'm surprised, because yesterday it was declared a local state of emergency. It wasn't even then that I got into the funk. I got into the funk, yeah, probably about a week ago, when shit started to be actually kind of talked about, and numbers are rising, and borders started closing, and flights stopped flying, and it's freaky shit. And it can scare you, and it can put you in a funk, and you can very easily stop wanting to work because you want to take care of everyone else. And that makes sense, honestly. That's compassionate, that's fantastic, but you still need to worry about you, because if you're not around to take care of anyone, because you didn't take care of yourself, and you can't take care of the people that you want... Ah, God, sorry, my throat got dry they want to take care of if you're not around, you know? So, you need to take care of you. <laughs> I've needed to tell myself this a million fucking times, and it is hard to say in my head, but you need to take care of you. Not me, not anyone else, you first. A really good way. So, see if I can remember some of these articles. A really good way to kind of combat the funk is to talk about it. I don't, I'm, I'm not obviously not fucking sponsored, but check out Talkspace if you can afford it. It's cheaper than a regular therapist. It's like 200 bucks a month or something like that. And you can talk to your therapist at all hours of the day, every day. And they'll respond within their office hours. But it's not like a once a week, once a month kind of thing. It's a whenever the fuck you need it, you have it. And if you need to talk to someone, I highly suggest it. If you have friends, or if you're a sex worker in a fucking, uh, some sex work support groups, which I have one of, if you want to check it out, it's sex work support. I think the Discord is somewhere on my Twitter. For GMSW, not my, not my work Twitter. 
Um, thank God for Jules, fuck. But talk to someone. Talk to family. Talk to whoever. Check in on your family. Check in on your elders. Check in on your elderly neighbors. Make sure they're okay. Maybe take a shot of vodka and, you know, sanitize the insides. It's fine. I'm just kidding. I don't think that actually works. <laughs> but, you know what? Might need a fucking drink. Who knows? It's the goddamn maybe apocalypse. I like to call it the maybe apocalypse. Because everyone's going crazy. There's that woman on TikTok who was like, oh, you know... They made calendars differently than we did than we do now. So if we did calendars the same way that they used to, it would actually be 2012 now. And so the world is going to end at the end of the year. So that's great. Um, <laughs> but there's just so many fucking theories. Like all of them kind of make sense. All of them are kind of freaky. But don't feed into them too much. You can be interested about them, you can be curious, but don't let fear rule you. You need to worry about you, you need to worry about your business, and then you can worry about taking care of everyone else. Um, what was it? If you're in Canada, Shaw has opened all of their Wi-Fi hotspots, all of their Shaw open Wi-Fi hotspots to everybody, whether you're a customer or not, because they know that it's important to stay connected in a time like this. Uh, who else? Uh, fucking TELUS has lifted their data, or no, they haven't lifted their data caps. They've gotten rid of data overages for now. This is actually really good if you, because gyms are closing, everything's closing, you know, maybe you want to keep doing stuff, um, down dog like down dog the yoga pose they have released all of their apps and everything in them for free because they understand that people don't want to be gathering in groups or at a gym where people's sweaty asses have been on everything and you don't know what you're touching or who has sanitized what so I mean like I would usually sanitize before and after I use something because you never know how good the last person cleaned it. You just don't trust anybody. <laughs> but they've released all of their apps for free. They have a yoga for beginners app. They have a just straight up yoga app. They have a bar app, which is like a ballet exercise um app. They have H-I-I-T, your hits, which I think is like intense fucking core workouts. I can't remember. I haven't downloaded that one. I have bar and down dog right now. But if you want to keep active, you know, you want to... Doing some sort of exercise, which I should have done today. Like, for me, I'm not... I don't know if I'm ready to do the yoga yet, but what I want to do is... Just it's fucking cold outside, otherwise I'd be going outside to run. But I want to just start running in place in my house <laughs> so that I can build up endurance. It doesn't burn as much fat as if you were outside or, you know, at a gym doing something. But if you're doing something, your heart starts to, 
you know, beat faster, and it realizes it needs to get used to beating that fast. So you may not lose weight, but personally, I think it's easier to build endurance. Professionally, yes, it builds endurance. Personally, I think it's better than going outside and doing something if you aren't used to that much physical activity and it's cold as balls outside. <laughs> if I had a treadmill, I'd probably do that, but I don't think I have enough room for a treadmill right now. But exercise is a good way to clear the mind, do some fucking yoga in the morning, down dog is free, help you clear your mind. I've started, yeah, waking up at 4 a.m. Oh, my jewel is dying. But that's actually because of those um, motivational speeches. Because they say that billionaires wake up, well, a good hand of them wake up at 4 a.m. They do everything. They fucking have their coffee, do a little whatever, go to the gym, shower, eat breakfast. And then they work. And they don't go to sleep until they're done. And the thing is, even I've been super guilty of this because it's like, oh, I'm not feeling too good today. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I don't want to do this today. Oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'm not having a good day. Whatever. You got to keep fucking pushing through it because, you know, a lot of people aren't having good days. <laughs> But you still gotta go to work. It's like if you're at a regular job. Even if you're not having a good fucking day. You gotta go to work. <laughs> they will fire you if you just go, I'm not having a good day. I'm not coming in. Right? So. You gotta. You gotta self-discipline. And I'm having a lot of trouble with that too. But you just gotta find something that works for you. That could be a number of things. Your duty is to not stop trying. So don't get discouraged. Like if someone else tells you or you're like looking up all of these morning routines and whatever and you're trying to find something and then you try it and you fucking hate it and you don't get motivated and whatever. Don't let that discourage you. Because that's someone else's routine. Take parts of it, keep trying, mix things up, fucking add some other things. What do you want to do in the morning? What do you want to get done? Add that in there. Don't limit yourselves to other people's routines. Because everyone has their own shit. And sure, some of you might enjoy the same routine as someone else, but some of you may not. And you gotta find something that works for you. Take that drastic change. I... I don't even remember what it was. I think I was doing some tidying and I'm like, fuck this. I need a fresh start. And that's why I saged everything. I wanted to cleanse my house. I wanted to get out all the fucking bad energy. I wanted to be happy again. And it worked. I got a little freaked out last night when we went into a state of emergency at 8.55 and they announced that everything was going to be closed in four hours indefinitely. <laughs> Besides restaurants and other things, but you know half capacity and shit. I don't know. I think malls are closed. I can't remember. But we're, we're like, enforcing 
a distance. <laughs> it's the, yeah. Anyways, do what you need to. Don't get discouraged if other people's tricks don't work for you because everyone's different. You are you. I've been trying different wake up and routines and everything myself. Now I'm getting back on the thing. Now I'm finally back on the horse. It has been probably a week since I've been kind of bleh, you know, like just completely bleh, but it's probably been about a month since I've started going down the slippery slope of not giving a fuck anymore. And within that time, I wasn't putting out content. I, I put out like a little bit of content. I put out some posts on ABN. I put out... I try to keep active, and you know what? You just gotta keep going. You gotta keep talking to the community. You gotta be active. And that can mean different things for a lot of people. But the most important thing is that you're feeling good, you're feeling confident, you're wanting to wake up in the morning. You know, you're not dreading going to bed and you're not dreading getting up. You, The point you want to be at is, I fucking got my work done for the day, I want to go to bed so I can wake up tomorrow, work out, da 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 da, get this shit going, you know? Visualization is another thing. When I get into my funk, I look at penthouse suites. <laughs> Sorry, I'm putting you down lightly. I need to charge my jewel. So I'm getting everything kind of situated right now. I can plug it in over there, actually. Um, but, fuck, what was I talking about now? It's 50 minutes. I'm not going back and listening to everything, but. Penthouse vibes. That's what I was talking about. Penthouse Vibes 2020 has been my slogan kind of since since 2020 began because that is my manifestation. I want to be in a penthouse by the end of this fucking year by myself with me and my two cats. That is my goal. I have a little poster that I've written up here. I have like four whiteboards kicking around including my breakfast tray that I have wrote on in permanent marker, so I don't have to worry about it. You just gotta figure out what works for you. Penthouse vibes. Visualize what you want. Go look at it. Go fucking look at how much it costs. Go look at everything about it. Go research it. Go figure it out. For me, like, yeah, sure, I want a nice car. But I want a nice house first. <laughs> That's my goal. I want to be penthouse sweet with a fucking jacuzzi on the terrace, top floor downtown, fucking floor to ceiling, windows, you know, visualize every day. And that is kind of what I have, that 30 minute chill I have in the morning, because it's coffee cats is one thing because I start my coffee and then I give my cats their little morning wet food that they love so much they won't shut up about it. <laughs> it's kind of my alarm now and it's good. 
but that 30 minute chill that I have after coffee and cats is for a number of things. It's so that I can wash my face and brush my teeth so that I can relax and check out some social media so I can fucking, I don't know, meditate if I want to, but it's mostly so that I can go and look at what I want. You need to look at it. You need to say, I can fucking do this. I will do this. I need to work hard and you got to keep at it. You'll have a shitty day. You'll have a day you don't want to get up, but you have to fucking do it. You have to get up. You have to do it. It's going to be hard. You're going to hate it at some days. You're going to fucking want to quit, honestly. But if you want to succeed so badly that you can already see where you're going to put your furniture in your new fucking penthouse... Go with it. You're going to be okay. You're going to get that job. You're going to get that house. You're going to fucking pay off that loan. You're going to get that car. You're going to go to school fucking completely paid off. You're going to whatever the shit you want to do. You're going to go fucking to another country when we're allowed to again. And you're... (laughs) You're going to have a good fucking time, okay? Don't say, I can't do this, or I can't afford that. Say, how can I afford that? How can I do this? That's another thing that I learned from the motivational speeches. If you say, like, if someone goes, oh, what about this? And you say... Oh, I can't afford that. I'm broke. Then you are what you're saying you are. You can't afford that because you're broke. But if you say, how can I afford that? What can I do to afford that? You're not saying that you're broke. You're saying, I'm going to find a solution and I'm going to make that extra payment. I can't go to the gym every month. I can't fucking afford it. I can't do this. Then you're gonna fall in on yourself. You're going to listen to your own words because you listen to yourself the most and someone else may say some shit, but it's as soon as you start saying that shit back to yourself that it'll affect you the worst. Fuck everyone else. (laughs) Listen to your own voice. Be your own voice and don't let your own voice get clouded by others. Don't let others speak for your own voice. Don't let others speak for your soul. Don't let others speak for your motivation. Don't let others speak for anything. Oh, well, only fucking, you know, there's like 1% of people that uh, will ever make it that far. Well, there's also only 1% of people that will that will stick with uh, like out of the entire world. There's only a percent of people that will stick with a course long enough to see it through and get a career. There's only one percent of people that will go to the gym every day and keep up with that long enough to see results. There's like, there's only one percent of people that will stick with something long enough to see results, whatever it is. So don't be like 
the other 99%. Because it's probably the one thing that we do have control over. Complete control. You have to want it so bad. You. I'm going to be quoting a lot of these right now. I also have to end this episode really soon, so I'm going to end it with this. You have to be hungry for success. You need to want it so fucking bad. You breathe it. You can see yourself there. One guy said, I used to fucking clean uh, an office building and I would go up and I would clean the CEO's office and I would walk into that fucking CEO's office to change the garbages like I was the CEO. He was fucking visualizing it. He was manifesting it. He would burst in the door and fucking walk around and look out the window and take in the view and feel the power. Visualize it. And now he is a CEO. He is the owner of his business. He has that top floor fucking suite. He has that view. You need to be hungry, starving for success, for your own success. You need to be ready to jump. Take that leap and fucking do it. You can do it. No one can tell you differently. Get out of that funk. Make a change. Do something. Fuck it. Talk to me. We got come to the social medias. We got the GMSW podcast on Twitter. Uh, uh, I think that's it. <laughs> if you can send in voice messages on anchor.fm slash GMSW. Let's fucking make this year our own. In spite of of the bullshit, in spite of the pandemic, in spite of everything. Let's make this year our own. I love you all. Have a great fucking day. I'm coming back tomorrow. This is part of my routine. Fuck everything. (laughs) I love you. You're great, you're beautiful, and you're amazing. Have a great day. Bye.